Ambrose Gwynnett Bierce was born in the rural hamlet of Horse Cave, Ohio, on June the 24th, 1842, in Meigs County. As the tenth of thirteen children born to Marcus Aurelius and Laura Sherwood Bierce, Ambrose grew up in Kochiusko County, Indiana. All of the children, according to their father's wishes, were given names beginning with the letter A. Bierce's home environment growing up reflected the larger atmosphere of the region, which one historian called a hotbed of revivalist frenzy. Between a strict upbringing involving frequent corporal punishment, what he took as a distant and insufficient bond with his mother, and a suppressive religious community, he grew up suspicious, introverted and resistant to authority. Bias later applied this resistance to anyone who applied moral pressure, lied to or withheld information from him, from the most trivial instances to matters touching the core of his larger life view. As a child, he is said to have described his parents as unwashed savages, and all but cut his mother off when the Santa Claus scandal was revealed to him as a young child. Over this, he claims to have proceeded to detest my deceivers with all my might and main. Such a familial repudiation at such an early age was to become emblematic of a lifelong resentment of his upbringing, filled as it was with terrifying sermons intended to frighten children that lived in a small-minded America. Looking back in his later years, Bierce referred to his younger self as a crusading idealist in my green and salad days. Although he moved with his family to Walnut Creek in 1846, close to the county seat of Warsaw, Indiana, the first of many relocations, the tone of his environment remained largely the same. Whatever Bierce's relationship with his father, he claims that the greatest influence of his youth came from the farmhouse library that the elder Bierce had painstakingly assembled. From the available works, he gained an abiding love of literature and history. This helped him to prepare for high school, which he attended in Warsaw before eventually running away from home at the age of 15 and blaming his mother for not loving him enough. For the rest of his life, Bierce almost entirely avoided his family, gathered few friends, rarely participated in social occasions, and never associated with a school again. Fortunately, he had one hero left, General Lucius Verus Bierce. His uncle agreed to take him in when the family dynamic collapsed. Shyness was nowhere to be found within the Bierce family, and General Bierce was no exception. Originally a lawyer and politician born in Connecticut, he appointed himself as Commander-in-Chief of the Canada Patriot War, without argument. When he heard that his father was ill, he is said to have walked 1,800 miles to see him alive once more, or so says the legend. The general was a celebrity in his state, having served as mayor of Akron for four terms. As a military figure, he was archetypal and well-connected. Among his colleagues was John Brown of Harper's Ferry fame, to whom General Bierce furnished weapons. Strongly anti-slavery, Ambrose adopted the general as the perfect model, admiring his socialism, oratorical skills, public service and social activism. Biographer Roy Morris describes this as the most important transformation to Bierce's professional life. 
Youth sees the nasty world stretched out before him, pointing to a military path as the perfect fit for one so colourful and combative. The heroic life of a soldier did not come at once. The young Beas trudged through one mundane job after another into the late 1850s. From time spent as a bricklayer to working in an ice cream parlour, an oyster bar, a dry goods store and a tavern, the directionless adolescent remained purposeless. According to town historian Morris Fink, clients who observed Beers's varied incarnations as a junior merchant described him as a queer and different young man. Fink adds that most who followed his progress gave him a poor chance to make good as a man of prospects. 